Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Hey, welcome. You're listening to America's most popular and most widely syndicated radio travel show. In the first hour, I welcome two new stations this weekend to the family of about 160 stations that broadcast my show in the U.S., as long as well with as as well as XM Radio, the satellite network. I'm proud to say a third station's joining the family as well. It's AM 1360 KUIK, covering Hillsboro, Oregon, and the Portland metro area in Oregon. They begin airing the show this weekend on Sunday afternoons from 3 to 5. Hillsboro's Oregon's fifth largest city. It's known for its concentration of high-tech companies, including Intel. That's why... Uh, that's what's behind the nickname of the area known as Silicon Forest there. Intel is by far the city's largest employer, followed by Wells Fargo Bank. Intel isn't the only game in town. Other high-tech companies include Yahoo, Epson, Synopsys, Sun Microsystems, high-end operations, and local wineries produce wines from Pinot Noir grapes, Pinot Gris, and Chardonnay grapes. And there are two farmer markets in town May through October. I like any place that produces wine and has farmer's markets. So let me say hello to new listeners in Hillsborough and the Portland metro area. Nice to have you aboard, and welcome to AM 1360 KUIK. Well, every weekend here in Rudy Max's World, we take a look at travel from lots of different angles. In a moment, we're going to talk to our favorite pilot, Patrick Smith, and hear why he thinks the TSA's relaxation of rules about bringing knives on board commercial flights isn't that bad, isn't the bad idea that a lot of other people think it is. Then there's a move afoot to begin asking you to identify yourself when you sign into an airline's website so the airline can quote you unique prices and perhaps package deals. People are a little afraid about what unique prices might be. Some fear that some passengers will pay more if they're frequent flyers. We're going to ask airline consultant Henry Hartevelt, who will join me about that later this hour. Then we're going to ask travel journalist Joe Brancatelli to weigh in with his opinion. We'll meet Scott Grimmer. He's a frequent flyer. He says he's had it with trying to reach elite levels on an airline. He thinks elites have been devalued, and he's going to stop doing mileage runs and choose his airline based entirely on schedule and fares. Plus, as always, I'll have a couple of deals of the week, but first a couple of little tidbits from the world of travel news this week. Smaller airports in the U.S. with fewer than 10,000 commercial flights a year are getting letters from the Federal Aviation Administration saying they may be closed unless Congress figures out a new budget. This, of course, is uh, part of the cost-cutting mandated by last weekend's sequestration bill. Airports can appeal their closing, says the FAA, but only if they can argue that closing would have an effect on the national interest. By the end of this year, says the Department of Homeland Security, about 25% of passengers will qualify for expedited screening, whether through TSA's pre-check program or other so-called trusted traveler programs. I can tell you I've gotten lucky lately while flying and been admitted to pre-check lines. That means I don't have to remove my shoes, my belt, don't even have to take off a sport coat, and don't have to take my laptop out of my carry-on bag. And, of course, there was little or no line to wait in. Well, you may know the Transportation Security Administration this week announced the new rules regarding what passengers can bring aboard commercial flights. The news was not greeted with enthusiasm in some quarters. We talked last hour with a representative from the flight attendants uh, union who's, who are adamantly against this. Under rules that will go in effect April 25th, passengers will now be able to carry aboard planes retractable knives, blades shorter than 2.4 inches and narrower than 0.5 inches at the widest point. Also, certain bats and sporting sticks like lacrosse, hockey, and billiard sticks, as well as ski poles and up to two golf clubs will be allowed to be brought aboard and carry on bags. The Association of Flight Attendants attacked the decision, saying they're on the front lines of planes that are carrying larger passenger loads than ever before. As I mentioned, the VP, international VP of the association, said on the show last hour that 
Flight attendants often face cranky passengers. The last thing they want to do is worry about someone carrying a knife. Patrick Smith, a commercial pilot for a major U.S. airline. He's an air travel columnist and author. His blog, Ask the Pilot, is filled with fascinating details about flying. He's a frequent guest on the show, so you know his voice. Uh, Patrick, I, I know you hold a different opinion than the Association of Flight Attendants, don't you? I do, and I'm a little bit out of sync with some of my colleagues out there. I think the new rules are sensible and, and rational and a step forward. Now, whether TSA admits it or not, I think really they're, they're coming to terms with, with two simple truths. Um, the first one is, is the obvious fact that you can make a deadly knife out of anything. Uh, this is something even a child knows. There's really no point in, in rummaging through bags for little hobby knives or scissors or whatever when you can improvise a, a deadly weapon from a bottle, a, a shard of plastic, a, a plate. I mean, there are thousands of ways to do it. Uh, the second truth is is that from a terrorist standpoint, the the 9/11 blueprint, the using knives to orchestrate a, a suicide uh, takeover of an aircraft, is really no longer a useful or or a possible strategy. Uh, the the hijack paradigm was changed even before the morning of of September 11th was over, when the passengers on United 93 figured out what was happening and, and fought back. Nowadays, because of the awareness of passengers and the awareness of crew, uh, plus the barricaded cockpits, all these things together mean that the idea of a jetliner being taken over by knives is, is really just too ridiculous to entertain. That wasn't true in 2001, but it definitely is true today. So the what? only way the the argument against these new rules really holds any water is if you look at it in the context of using a knife during uh, an air rage incident, just ordinary assault, sure. you know, stabbing a flight attendant, stabbing a crew member. You know, this is something we can talk about. But again, here, you know, a 2.36 inch blade, which is the new limit, you know, really isn't any more dangerous than, than hundreds of other weapons a person could use from a bottle to uh, any of the thousands of metal knives and forks that are given out with meals on planes every single day. Well, you I'm know, not, I told... We, we shouldn't facilitate the ability for somebody to stab somebody, but, you know, the idea that if all of a sudden we, we allow small knives on planes, that suddenly the number of stabbings is going to go way up, that's, that's just groundless and, and I think very unrealistic. And there's a well, common good aspect to this that we need to acknowledge. We have to come together and realize that this is something that needs to be done in the interest of streamlining and rationalizing security for everybody. Well, I got to tell you, um, in the uh, I, I guess we're going to find out whether that's true or not, whether there are any stabbings. But when I spoke to uh, this representative of the flight attendants union uh, in my first hour of the show, I mentioned you were coming up in the second hour and you had a contrary opinion. And she said, yeah, well, it's easy for him to say because he's got behind that locked steel door. But we have to deal with these passengers who sometimes, you know, get drunk or exhibit air rage that can be scary. I hear that from everybody who's, who's writing to rebut me, uh, the, the right. fact that I'm behind this titanium door, the door, the door, the door. But <laughs> I, I'm not writing as a I'm – not, I'm not opining and making these points as a pilot. I, I'm just making them from the perspective of reason. I think these, okay. these rules are logical and sensible, and what they will do, at least ideally, is free up valuable time and resources so that TSA can concentrate on what are actually the more potent threats, such as mainly bombs and explosives. And that's in everybody's interest. 
All right, well said. Patrick Smith is a pilot with a major commercial airline, uh, airliner, but he's intruded into my world as a, as a writer and doing very well at it. You should check out his, his uh, website, askthepilot.com, and you'll also be able to order his book there. If you're interested in matters of commercial aviation, and I think a lot of people are, nobody puts the hay down where the horses can get it better than Patrick does. Delighted to have you on as usual, Patrick. Nice to talk to you. Come back again soon. As always, Rudy. Thank you. Up next, airlines have a whole new idea about how much to charge you for tickets. You're going to hear about this. It's a really big change right after these messages. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like Fluke, Granger has an enormous selection of Fluke testing tools, including the VTO2 visual thermometer, a breakthrough in temperature measurement, the brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. Buy your supplies smarter. Call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com slash Fluke today. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you have gout and think a few attacks a year are all you have to worry about, think again. Fact is, gout can attack silently, even between flares. You may not feel it, but gout's root cause, high uric acid, can allow crystals to continuously form and build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. Get more information at goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour. Henry Hardefeld is a travel industry analyst with a company called Hudson Crossing. It's a San Francisco-based uh, firm. And I wanted to bring him in because I need an expert opinion on this news sort of came out of the blue to me. I didn't know that the International Air Transport Association... Uh, at a meeting in October, decided that uh, they're going to adopt a new standard for distributing airfare information that might compromise the privacy of customers or passengers, also uh, allows uh, travelers to be charged different prices for the same trip. Uh, Henry, let me stop right there and say, first of all, I mean, 
Cust passengers have always been charged <laughs> different prices for the same trip, depending on what class. I mean, leaving aside, you know, business class or first class versus coach, even within coach, you can have six or seven different fare categories. What is what is new about this? I gather it's this 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 request to know more personal characteristics and to know the identity of the person who's hunting for a fare. Is that right? Uh, hi, Rudy. Yes. So, so what uh, the International Air Transport Association has proposed is something they call new distribution capabilities. And what it is intended to do is to provide a framework for how airlines can sell their tickets through travel agencies, both online and offline travel agencies, in a more efficient manner. Um, you're right. Right now, there can be dozens, perhaps even hundreds of different fares available on any given flight, on any given route, uh, based on on how far in advance you're, you're uh, buying the ticket and um, uh, whether you're staying over Saturday night and other factors like that. Sure. What, what, what this program wants to do is be able to understand, if you will, who's knocking at the door of the airline. So, Rudy, let's just say you've got frequent flyer status with an airline. The airline might want to t send a message to the travel agency, you're eligible for free baggage, uh, free check baggage. That way you're looking, they hope at least, at what's the total value you're getting as opposed to just the price. But isn't there the opposite fear that if you're an elite member of a frequent flyer program, they know you're going to fly them and they might just raise the fare just a bit? Not really. Um, I'll tell you why. The airline systems simply aren't that sophisticated. As, as sophisticated as they are, what you're implying is that they could say, okay, the baseline price between points A and B is $100, let's say, but for this guy, we're going to charge him 102 For that guy, we're going to charge, uh, for this other person, we'll charge her only 98 What they may say is that, okay, uh, uh, passenger A tends to buy less restrictive fares. Let's show those to the passenger first, since that's what he normally buys. This passenger tends to buy the most restrictive, least expensive fares. Let's present those to, to the traveler first. But remember a couple uh, months, several months ago, Orbitz.com was sort of discovered to be charging people signing in on a Mac computer versus a Windows computer more because they figured Mac computers were more affluent. So uh, they do have the capability. Uh, no, they don't, Rudy, and that's, that's uh, one of the great ur urban myths, if you will. What Orbitz did uh, is they said people who use Macs tend to shop four-star hotels uh, more than three-star hotels. So they showed you... Uh, four-star hotels, they were more, more likely to show you a four-star hotel, excuse me, if you used a Mac. <clears throat> if you came in on a Windows PC, you were more likely to see three-star hotels displayed. The prices were exactly the same. There was no really? price differentiation. Yes, sir. Well, Orbitz has not done a good job, and they're, by the way, they're the underwriter of my six new shows that just came out or just released to public television stations, so I certainly hold no malice toward Orbitz, but they haven't done a great job in letting people know that's an urban myth. Well, they, they, they certainly did their best to try to correct this uh, uh, when it happened. And you're right, uh, they probably could have been stronger with the messaging. I'm not even sure if they're still using the uh, uh, browser data to determine right. how to influence it. But in any case, getting back to the IATA story, <clears throat> what IATA uh, and what the airlines want is really to understand who's knocking at the door, uh, uh, and, and what is it that you really value as a traveler? If you value fares, for example, that can get you upgraded, they want to show those to you rather than force you to slog through the 93,000 fares that may exist uh, uh, on the airline between points A and B.
My guest is Henry Hardefelt. He's a travel industry analyst. He's been on the show a couple times before. Always nice to have him with us. He's with a company called Hudson Crossing. Um, Henry, you mentioned that these were for travel agents or travel agent sites. Are these algorithms also going to be applied to airlines' own websites like AA.com or United.com, et cetera? Well, you know, in, in theory, Rudy, the airlines can already do some of this merchandising and bundling uh, on their own websites. For example, if you go to AA.com, you can take advantage of their bundled fares that include checked baggage and priority boarding and other things like that. Uh, same thing on Delta.com, et cetera. So uh, uh, I would assume, though, that as the airlines build out their capabilities, they will uh, um, build them out, to obviously, to support their own websites. In theory, when you go to an airline's website uh, uh, and you've got a profile there, they know who you are, and they can recognize and serve you the fares uh, or products that, that you're more likely to prefer. Why did this? Why was this taken up on a sort of multi-airline basis? This International Air Transport Association. Why? Why, why did? Why don't airlines? I mean, just do this themselves if they want to do it. Why? Why did it require a whole bunch of people in a big room agreeing on it? <laughs> because uh, uh, for the same reason, Rudy, why we have the airlines, uh, uh, why the airlines want standards for everything from uh, how to create the actual record reservation record to standards on checking bags standards for tickets it's just easier if the airlines have their own framework it results in more consistency it reduces the amount of money frankly that they have to spend developing it um, it makes no sense if airline a has one standard and airline b has another and let's remember that especially in the age of airline alliances where uh, you know american british airways japan airlines are part of one world for example delta korean Air France, KLM, or in SkyTeam, et cetera, you want to have standards so that uh, uh, as the airlines sell for their alliance partners and the traveler is traveling across airline partners, things can be relatively consistent. This story came to my attention because uh, I read a Travel Daily News article on it, and I guess you would disagree. This is the very last sentence in their piece. Um, Airlines may be counting on this new airfare pricing standard to increase revenue and profits. It's hard to see how this approach could result in more competition or anything, or anything but higher costs for many travelers. You disagree with that, I gather. Well, I, I don't think it's going to result in higher costs. I mean, the airline industry is, is brutally competitive, uh, and if you take a look at their financial performance, uh, you see it. I mean, this is an industry that struggles to make a profit. Uh, when they do make a profit, it's maybe 3% or 4% at best. So um, uh, they're not very good at, at colluding or doing anything. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think this is really going to lead to less competition. I, I, I'm, I, you know, I certainly don't want to see that. We've already got consolidation with the airlines themselves. I think, if anything, what this will hopefully do is help us find trips that, that offer us the better value. You know, I think of a family that's traveling to Orlando, for example, with, with you know, kids and checked baggage. If they can find a fare that can help them uh, save money on checked bag fees and so on, um, uh, you know, and stretch the family budget, that's ultimately what, what, what we want to have happen. Airlines want people to find the best fares because, frankly, that means they'll travel more often. Uh, uh, and and uh, there's still a lot of planes out there, and and you know every going every day, airlines want us to have the disposable income to to spend it, and they they want us to fly when we go places. 
Well, I certainly hear your point, but this is a real, we just have a little bit of time left. But again, from this Travel Daily News piece, customers would be able to compare competing bundles from different airlines, but we can't even compare bundles from different airlines now. I mean, that's one of the ongoing struggles is to get airlines to tell us up front what our tickets are really going to cost at the end of the day. Well, right. And so what, what I certainly hope as an analyst and what I believe the intention is, is that at least you will be able to take a look and say, airline A is going to charge me, let's just say, $298 round trip. Um, and, you know, see what's included beyond just, if you will, the seat and seat belt. Does it include priority baggage or priority screening or a, a complimentary drink on the plane or whatever it might be? You know, airline airline A is at 298 Airline B is at uh, 290 Airline C is at 325 You know, let the passenger decide what's the best value. In a way, not unlike when we're standing in a store trying to figure out which uh, shirt we want to buy or, or uh, which brand of cereal we want to buy. I gather Washington has to take a look at this, so this is a few months off at best, right? Well, I don't know that Washington's going to have to approve the uh, new distribution capabilities. I, I, you know, I don't think they have to take a look at the standards, but I suspect that they will watch to see how airlines use them. I mean, airlines are a very closely monitored uh, uh, industry, and there's still a lot of regulation. And, and and airlines are a political whipping boy. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, sure. the the Congress critters love to beat up on the airlines. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, if if they feel the passenger and the, or the traveling public is is not being served well, but I, I honestly don't think airlines want to do anything negative. Uh, they know it'll hurt them in the long run. Henry, thanks for joining us. Henry Hardefelts with Hudson Crossings, the travel industry analysis. And thank you for setting me straight on the Orbit's Mac versus Windowsing. I appreciate it, Henry. Take care. My pleasure. Bye-bye. We'll be right back in a moment. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. With an industry-leading distribution network, Granger can save you tons of downtime by offering over 900,000 products, many ready to ship right when you need them. In fact, 99% of items ordered ship same day. So fast, the International Acronym Committee is considering changing ASAP to ASAG for as soon as Granger. At least they would be considering it if there were such a committee. To help keep your business running efficiently, call clickgranger.com or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you have gout, listen closely. That's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. You know Joe Brancatelli. He's a frequent guest on this show. We're lucky to have him. He curates the site JoeSentMe.com. And if you haven't signed up for his newsletter, uh, which is chock-filled with not just Joe's writings, but other uh, prominent travel writers writing on all kinds of subjects, he keeps you up to date on travel deals 
and uh, travel trends and has got some really trenchant advice and very strong views. So I thought uh, we'd bring him in and talk about what we were just talking about with Henry Hartefeld a moment ago, which is this this new sort of agreement by airlines uh, reached last October when the International Air Transport Association met to start to, to, to start uh, differentiating among flyers based on personal characteristics when you want to buy a ticket. Um, Henry maintains that nobody's going to pay any more for a ticket and that some folks might actually pay less or at least get some extra perks like maybe free luggage, uh, free checked-in luggage or uh, whatever. Um, not everybody's so sure of that. I want to get Joe's take on it. Joe, welcome to the show. Nice to have you with us this weekend. Hello, Joe. Uh, hello, Rudy. Always nice to be with you. I'd like to meet that guy you were just talking about. He's really, he really sounds great. Henry Hartefeld's with the no, global. Me. <laughs> oh, oh, Joe. Oh, oh, that's true. You do sound like a nice guy when I put it. You are sort of cranky in person, aren't you? Uh, yes, I am. I'm, what am I doing? I'm sitting in a hotel checking the TripAdvisor reviews of the hotel I'm sitting in Where to are make you? sure it meets my standards. Where did we reach you today? Uh, at the Andaz on Wall Street in Manhattan. Oh, I, part I, of I the Hilton a, chain. Are you, I took a walk through it. I liked it. How, do you, how, how is it staying there? Um, well, the price, the, the, the big draw here is the price. It's a ter terrific value. You can often get in here for under 200 a night. What? Um, yeah, uh, because on the weekend, at least, because the sure. financial district is still empty on the weekend, even though sure. it's a growing neighborhood. It's uh, not everybody's type of hotel, though. But if you're looking for a value in New York on the weekend, certainly come here. All right. Okay, so what do you think of this? Uh, you know, you and I talked about this before you came out, and we made the point there are, there are a dozen different fares in every, category, in every class of service anyway, but this seems a little more, um, a little more focused, let's say. Well, I think what, you, what people really need to remember about airlines is that their goal is not to give you the lowest price they have, but to charge you the most that you're willing to pay. Now, that goes for right now. Forget about what they're going to do playing with computer games later. Their goal has always been to get you to pay the most, whether it's by uh, advanced purchase rules or non-refundability or you have to stay over on a Saturday, which forces people like me, business travelers, to pay more or telling you you now have to pay for your bags or a seat assignment. The goal is to get you to pay more. The inevitable conclusion of if they go to this human-specific uh, kind of program, is that they will try to get you to pay more. It's not about trying to get you to pay less. <laughs> well, I don't know where Henry got that notion, my goodness. Um, uh, I love Henry, but Henry comes from the airline industry, and he starts from the point of, you know, airlines are good. I start from the point of airlines are, uh, I, would, I was going to say bad, but they're really just a resource for me. I have no special interest in them. Um, well, he, he maintained that... Um by knowing who you are, they can tailor something to you that might be more attractive and keep you from going to the competition. I mean, that's what he said. It's really tailored to say, okay, this guy's a regular flyer on, say, American Airlines, and so let's cut him a little break here. And Or if he's traveling with his wife and two, she, four of them traveling together, let's give him a break on something so they don't take those four seats over to somebody else. Well, I'll give you a real-life example. I can't speak to the future of how the airlines are going to implement this, but everybody knows GoDaddy, right? The, right. Uh, the web host uh, internet name provider. Um, I probably own for you know because journalists have to own things, and you're always looking for ways to bring people in. Uh, a bunch of names, a couple of dozen. Uh, uh -huh. A client asked me to go grab some names, so I went to GoDaddy, and I was actually kind of surprised at how expensive it was. I mean, you know, we're talking. $15 instead of 10 that I expected. It's not a big deal. But I just for fun 
went to another browser where I was not signed in for GoDaddy, and they offered me a price of $10 per name instead of 15 So I think the inevitable conclusion from companies that are already doing this, if they know you, they think they own you, and they will try to charge you more because you're lazy or you're comfortable with them or for whatever the reason might be. The chances of them coming to you with a cheaper price than you're than they would normally give you, frankly, are pretty small. Is this something that federal re regulators are going to have to study, or is this just a bunch of al new algorithms they're going to put in and, and you know, Bob's your uncle? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. This is uh, just, like, just like cyber warfare is brand new. Cyber retailing is still pretty new. Um, this, gives, this makes me queasy. Um, because I, th but the airline pricing system has always made me queasy. I always thought, <laughs> I always thought everybody should get the same thing. Not now again, you should be willing to pay more closer in. I had a long conversation with someone who said, you know, why do they charge me when I refund the ticket? I said, well, because that's probably got, that seat's probably going to go empty. They can't sell it again. Mm -hmm. It's it's not like a book that you return to a bookstore. But this does bother me because I do think this is. This is discrimination in a certain way. I don't want to put it on the same level as social, racial, uh, sexual discrimination, but they are discriminating against you or toward you based on who you are. That's, yeah, that's not generally the American way of doing things. Yeah, that's what I want to watch closely. Well, we will watch it closely with your help, Joe. And by the way, I, I, uh, on my deal of the week in the last hour, I credited you with spotting that Lufthansa sale between Dallas-Fort Worth and Madrid. That was a business class sale. That was a... Great thing. Another reason to go to JoeSentMe.com and subscribe. Joe, thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Have a great weekend. And have a nice time in New York. We'll be right back with uh, uh, more Rudy Max's World right after these messages. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Attention men. If you're urinating more often or waking at night to urinate, we want to send you a free bottle of Beta Prostate. Beta Prostate is our best-selling supplement made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow and more complete bladder emptying. It's also been shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. To find out how to get your free bottle, just call 800-466-5523. Since Beta Prostate debuted, our warehouse has shipped over 2 million bottles but there are still men who have yet to discover this amazing supplement. That's why for a limited time, you can try a full 30-day supply of Beta Prostate free. You only pay shipping and handling. This free Beta Prostate giveaway is only available while supplies last. And once it's gone, it's gone. Just call 800-466-5523. That's 800-466-5523. Call 800-466-5523. Five, five, two, three. If you have gout and think a few attacks a year are all you have to worry about, think again. Fact is, gout can attack silently, even between flares. You may not feel it, but gout's root cause, high uric acid, can allow crystals to continuously form and build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. Get more information at goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like Fluke, Granger has an enormous selection of Fluke testing tools, including the VTO2 visual thermometer, a breakthrough in temperature measurement. 
the brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. Buy your supplies smarter. Call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com slash fluke today. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 43 minutes after the hour. You know, this has been a sort of air, airline-centric kind of a, a show, and I just wanted to tell you, um, you know, just give a little shout-out to United. Um, United and other airlines have been getting a lot of bad publicity lately and sort of a Dumping on airlines is sort of a staple of comedians. But United came through for a man trying desperately to get from San Francisco to Lubbock, Texas, where his mother lay dying. Uh, Carrie Drake's flight was delayed 30 minutes departing San Francisco, and he stood to miss his connection in Houston. A flight attendant brought him napkins to wipe his tears. And when he landed late in Houston, a United agent was waiting for him at the gate and rushed him to his connecting flight that had been held 15 to 20 minutes just for him. Drake arrived in Lubbock in time to see his mother during her last coherent hours. She died later that evening. So I know we pick on airlines a lot, but as I say, let's give a uh, shout-out to an airline that actually held a flight for the right reason. Scott Grimmer is a uh, is the founder of MileValue.com, and if you are someone who values frequent flyer miles, it's a great website to visit. You can actually sign up, and I get every day a, a, a little missive from MileValue.com that can often be very helpful in, in my accumulating miles, but Funnily enough, for a guy who runs MileValue.com, he's decided to stop chasing elite status on airlines. We reach uh, Scott at his home in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Scott, nice to have you on the show for the first time. Welcome. Thanks, Rudy. Okay, so here you are. You're the founder of MileValue.com, and you're giving up the, the quest for elite status? Yeah. For me, elite status, I've added up the benefits and the costs, and it's just not worth it anymore for me to chase the lowest tier United status that I currently have, Premier Silver. Now, you're a guy who has, in the past, you've done those so-called mileage runs where you've calculated your route so as to maximize miles and maybe spent a couple more hours traveling than you would have otherwise, or maybe you've taken a, a more expensive, slightly more expensive flight so that you can get miles on a particular airline. Am I right? Yeah, in the past, I've uh, routed through inconvenient connections just to add up a few more miles and get myself to the, to the elite status. But when I look at the devaluation and the benefits and the way that I can replace some of the benefits by just getting an airline-branded credit card, it just doesn't make any sense for me anymore. So how have elite statuses been, or the elite status levels been devalued? So in 2012, United changed its lowest uh, level, 
which is called Premier Silver, they made a couple of changes. You used to be able to get two free checked bags of 70 pounds each, and now it's one checked bag for 50 pounds. The big one, you used to be able to get economy plus seating, so that's three to five extra inches of legroom in, in economy class. You used to be able to get that when you booked the ticket, and now you can only get it at check-in. And in my experience, what's left to check-in is maybe a few middle seats. So it's not a great seat, and if you have a companion, you're going to be split up if you want economy plus. So you're going cold turkey. Yeah, now I'm just going to look up the cheapest airfare for each flight and um, just carry the United credit card, which mimics a lot of the benefits that, that you do get with elite status. What about a higher status? You know, some airlines call it gold, you know, so silver, gold, platinum, and diamond in Delta, for example. Uh, mm -hmm. When you get up to that platinum level, I know in Delta, because I live in the Twin Cities, which Delta owns when it comes to flying, and uh, that when I'm platinum, I often do get upgraded to the front of the plane unless it's a big business route like, you know, Twin Cities to New York or Twin Cities to L.A. Would you concede that if you can make it over the hurdles to pass silver, maybe even pass gold, it might be worth it? Yeah, I think if you can get to the top level or maybe the second highest. So on uh, Delta, platinum is the second highest. It's just below diamond. If you can get up to those levels where you're seeing a lot of upgrades, then it's probably worth it because those, up, those top levels, they come with actual upgrades that you might get. They come with fee waivers on all your award tickets. They come with the ability to get a lot of all of your companions upgraded. They come with some actual good benefits. But, I mean, 75,000 miles is a lot of miles to fly. If you're not flying for business every week, it's pretty tough to get. I mean, a round-trip uh, ticket from the East Coast to the West Coast is only 5,000 miles. So you'd have to do that more than once a month to get to 75,000. Yeah, right. And if you're if somebody isn't else, somebody else isn't paying, that can be a big uh, big cut out of the wallet. Yeah, exactly. Well, I do find it uh, interesting that the guy who started MileValue.com is is saying, "I'm just going to take whatever flight is, uh, you know, the right time and the right price." Uh, uh, have some of your friends been ribbing you about that? Uh, no, I think a lot of people who are at the lower status levels completely understand because I've never seen an upgrade, so that's that's a phantom benefit to me. The one free checked bag, uh, my United credit card has the exact same benefit. I get one free checked bag on United flights, and those aren't additive. I don't get two because of my status. I just get the one. The priority boarding that I like from being from having status, I get that from the United credit card, so I can make sure I have access to those overhead bins. And then for international flights where I might want a little more comfort, I'll just redeem my frequent flyer miles, fly business class, and get a better, a better experience than I would even if I were a top-tier elite. Excellent point. Scott Grimmer is the uh, founder of MileValue.com. If you do value frequent flyer miles, even if you're not going for elite, check it out. Scott, thanks for uh, joining us today. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back. Senator Clara McCaskill, a Democrat from Missouri, plans to introduce legislation to allow passengers to use personal electronic devices during all phases, all phases of flights, of flight. Uh, that bill would not apply to cell phones, but would, would apply to iPads, other tablets, music players, and so on. 
One Republican congressman, angered at the cancellation of White House tours for budget reasons after sequestration kicked in, says visitors to D.C. this spring ought to tour the U.S. Capitol instead. New Jersey Congressman Leonard Lance says his office will be happy to arrange tours of the Capitol for anyone. This week, the Secret Service and National Park Service announced no more White House tours for the foreseeable future. Now, normally, White House tours must be reserved from three weeks to six months in advance. Reservations can be made through your, congr- your congressperson's office or, if you're a foreigner, through a foreign embassy. Uh, folks who had tours reserved beyond this weekend will not automatically be rescheduled. That's got to be disappointing for people who... Uh, um, who booked uh, tours long ago and were planning a trip around them. Well, it's been seven weeks since the Boeing 787 Dreamliners were grounded. This week, Boeing said it's found a fix for batteries, that those batteries that caught on fire in a couple of the new planes. Tests on those new batteries could begin next week, but it could still be weeks, if not months, before the planes are allowed to fly again. One sticking point is that investigators have still not been able to figure out the exact cause of the fires in the first place, and that's something that Transportation Secretary uh, Ray LaHood said... Uh, he wanted to do before they allowed those planes to get back up in the air. It must be killing Boeing not to be able to get their new planes in the air. It certainly hasn't been a, a great press for them. Okay, let's do a couple of deals of the week here. All right, what do we got here? Uh, you know, we've talked about river cruising on this show. It's become very, very popular. Uh, French Country Waterways is a river cruising company, and it's offering 40% off two trips one to Champagne on May 19th in France, the other to Alsace-Lorraine on July 28th in France. Now, the dates are very specific. I'll give them to you in just a moment. Um, but uh, they're really, really, uh, 40% is a, is a big savings. The rates for the Champagne sales start at $3,900 per person. For the Alsace-Lorraine, it's 3600 per person. Uh, you're going to have one dinner at a Michelin-starred restaurant during either cruise. And then candlelight dinners aboard your vessel, featuring more than 24 different wines, some from Grand Cru or Premier Cru vineyards. So here's the deal. The trip to Champagne, or the cruise through Champagne, I should say, on a French country waterways uh, uh, vessel, is for May 19th. I presume it's for a week. The other, to Alsace-Lorraine, is on July 28th in France. So there you go. 40% off true trips on French country waterways. You can find details at fcwl.com. That stands for French Country Waterways Limited, fcwl.com. The Canyon Ranch in Lenox, Massachusetts, is offering a fifth night free between March 14th and June 30th. Canyon Ranch is an all-inclusive resort dedicated to fitness and health. Included in the price, of course, is your room, three gourmet meals a day plus healthy snacks, generous allowance for spa, sports, and integrative wellness services. Services? Services. Uh, More than 40 fitness classes and activities daily. You don't have to take all 40, I don't think. And transfers from the Hartford or Albany airports. You can find out more details at canyonranch.com backslash Lenox, L-E-N-O-X, Lenox, Massachusetts. It's a town it is in. All right. I know spring is considered by some to be the mud season at Colorado ski resorts, but this is an incredible offer from the very swanky St. Regis Aspen Hotel and Resort. used to be the Ritz-Carlton. If you're as old as I am, you can remember that, but St. Regis has kept it up very nicely. It's called a spring getaway package. Rooms start at $279 a night. For St. Regis, that's unbelievable in Aspen. And that includes a $100 daily credit at the resort spa, $100 daily at the resort spa, You get two comp drinks each night in the bar. You get free valley parking and free Wi-Fi. Now, what can you do in Aspen in the spring? Well, you can go fly fishing, clay target shooting, hiking, and if the conditions uh, are permitting, uh, you can even do some spring skiing. So the spring getaway package is available April 1st through June 5th. 
April 1st through June 5th at the St. Regis Aspen Resort. And uh, Lufthansa is giving a 20% mileage bonus for Miles and more members now through the end of this month. Well, you don't have much. Well, you you got two weeks. You have three weeks left. Not bad. Um, this is a way to celebrate the 20th anniversary of their frequent flyer program. You've got to be one of the first 20,000 people to register for this offer and fly Lufthansa-operated flights in any class of service. This offer only applies to award miles, by the way. There's no limit to the amount of bonus miles you can earn through this promotion. Okay, I don't know if uh, 20,000 people have registered yet, but if you uh, are a member of Miles and More with Lufthansa, if you go to and from Germany or fly Lufthansa a lot into Europe, you might want to hustle right on over to the Lufthansa website and see if you can be one of the first 20,000. Might as well pick up 20% 20 extra extra miles. All right, you know, we give this 800 number out. You hear the announcer uh, after a commercial break say call 800-387-8025, 800-387-8025. We don't do a lot of calls in the show. It's a very heavy interview show, as regular listeners know, but feel free to call that number if you have a travel question you think I can answer. And if it's a question that I think the audience at large might profit from, uh, uh, from hearing, we'll put you on the air and we'll talk about it, okay? So feel free to call that number. If we're not on the air, uh, you'll get a voicemail. You hear my voice asking you to leave your name and number, what your question or comment might be, and also the best time to call you because, you know, I don't know if you're work all day or how late you want me to wake you up if you happen to live in Hawaii. So just give me a ring, 800-387-8025, if you have a travel question. Uh, or if you have a comment on something in the show, happy to hear that as well. Uh, or an idea for a guest, even. You can help produce the show, for goodness sake. Yeah, do help produce the show, in fact. I'm Rudy Maxa. Uh, delighted to have you join me this weekend. Welcome to our three new stations. And I hope you'll I'll see you back here same time, same place next weekend for more travel information and, and uh, talk on Rudy Maxa's world. Meanwhile, I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder. And from uh, downtown Minneapolis, I bid you adieu. See you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.